Quick Smart Comedy Show was originally broadcast on Sound Art Radio. For more programming, visit soundartradio.org. It's that time of year again, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we're sat here next to each other, mm. as uh, you would expect, if you're tuning into the show. Well, we could be sat opposite each other. We, we could. Yeah. We've not really had a great month, and we haven't got any plans for the show, so we are just not going to do it. I thought it would be best to come in and say that on air. Yeah, we didn't want to disappoint everyone by just having like a pre-recorded you know, message. Yeah, I thought it'd be best to disappoint them live. I, I think I'd just skip on to January 1st. You know, no show this month. I don't really know why we turned up to tell everyone there's no show when yeah. we could have just sort of put out no show. We could yeah. have no showed. Frankly, the misadventures of David and James just haven't carried on into December. I mean, I've been working hard, like a common man, and uh, I just haven't done anything. Yeah, same. I've just been a uh, graph. I mean, I've been working slightly harder than you. Uh, how, how many hours have you done this this uh, month? Thirty nine. Th- this month. Yeah. Thirty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did. Um. I did forty one. Did you? Yeah. That thirty nine hours really took out. I mean, that's a day and a half, isn't it? Yeah, that is a yeah day and a half of the month which you were working hard. Mm. Well, I, I was on my way to the station, just all merry, just uh, skipping in the street. Yeah, dangerous um, with this icy weather. It was, yeah. And um, a car splashed me with some sort of uh, black ice. I just thought, you know, uh, blow this. Yeah. Some person was splashing me and shouted from the car. Didn't you hear what they shouted? No show. If I'm thinking back to it, I think it's actually you in the car who splashed me. So Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, you had your headphones, didn't you? You yeah. just couldn't hear me. Um, it's not even my car. Right. Well, you don't drive, so... No, I've got a license. You know, obviously, you're walking through that, down that private road. So you don't need a license to drive on a yeah, private my, road. Yeah, my house, yeah. Because obviously, you, you thought my uh, good mood would be infectious and it might get into you and we'd have to do a show. Yeah. Well, obviously, I drove to the end of the road. You do know when you're in a car you're, and you're driving a car, it doesn't matter mm. where you are, mm. you still have to have a license. You can't... No, no, it's, it's a it's... private road. No, no, I'm pretty sure. I'll get one. Right. I'll obviously, I'll get the light, I'll backdate it. I'll yeah. get in the backdate it to um, today. I think it's the same as taxes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You After can just, a year later, you can... You can just, yeah, get a license. Yeah. So, um, actually, yeah, I'll just, um, I'll drive home, actually. Yeah. So yeah, just all these pieces of the puzzles come together, and what do they make, David? They make a picture that is us sitting here, being lonely and bored, and just, you know, the show's cancelled, unfortunately. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, um, well, I wasn't feeling lonely, because I thought, you know, you're here. But no, we will be going our separate ways in a minute. Yeah. Will we? Yeah, so we're going to cut all ties until the next show. That's right, yeah. Oh yeah, as I as I say, David, you know, Dennis has been away. He's gone on a European trucking holiday with his mate Dredger. Oh, um, yeah. But well, Dennis didn't actually tell me where he was going. He just uh, sort of said bye and walked out the door. Because obviously you got left a voice memo um, by Dennis. And um, I mean, he didn't explain too much. We had to kind of put the pieces together because he was just trying to you know, open his phone and get the app out for where the nearest viewer to change was. Yeah. So I presumed he was going to a foreign place. Should I play it? Yeah, play it. David, James, it's Dennis. I've gone on a trucking holiday around the globe with my mates. I don't know when I'll be back or where I'm going first, but I'm off trucking on my globe-trotting adventures. Goodbye. Can he? Does he have a license to drive a truck? I don't know. Well, he can retrospectively get one, can't well, he? Yeah, he'll probably yeah. do the trip and then just apply for the license afterwards. Yeah, I think he's gone to Rotterdam. Oh, that's okay. the first port of call. He's telling me about the um, famous trail that runs through, you know, the Netherlands mm. that he wanted to take part in. He, well, he said it was like the Peter Pan trail, but I think he's just confused uh, the Netherlands with <laughs> Neverland because he had, he was dressed like Captain Hook at the time. Uh, right. And something about uh, Lost Boys. 
Right, okay. And he pointed at you when he said that. Olaf, too. He's He's gone, I think it's a, a round-the-world trip, you know, once in a lifetime. He does it yearly. Well, around the world. Uh, what what angle around the world's he gone? Um, I think bilaterally. So what, what what countries is he going to? Greenland, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, followed by France, and then following that up with the USA. Oh, okay. So it's, just, it's a weird weird sort of route he's taking around the world. No, I don't think so. How's he doing it? Is he obviously Dennis has gone by truck? How's Olaf getting about? I think it's by truck. I think I've got that right. Right. So by the one, by... well, one of them was definitely by truck. And yeah. now that you said that, maybe Dennis's trucking holiday wasn't by truck. So Olaf's gone on a round the world holiday in a truck. I think that's right. And Dennis has gone on a trucking trip. Yeah. But not in a truck. Potentially, yes. Maybe could you have got the the modes of transport the wrong way around? No, I'm pretty sure Dennis was flying. Well, a lot of the inhabitants of Neverland can fly, can't they? So, yeah, well, uh, thanks for listening to this brief introduction. But um, unfortunately, the show is cancelled. And, uh, you know, Christmas, I guess, the holidays are cancelled. Back to work, everyone. Back to work. Just turn down the power of the station here. Just, oh, yep, just hit that button there, David. Turn down environmental controls. Yeah. Waste uh, energy on oxygen and heat. Yeah, we don't want to waste it on non-vital systems. So just turn that one off and uh, we'll just sit here. Oh, the oxygen's cut out there. Just, uh... Yeah. Obviously, the radio station's an airtight place. Yeah. Good night. Happy holidays. Lads, come quick. There's no time to explain. I need your assistance. David, so just crashed me the roof. David, what's going on? Oxygen. <gasps> Oh, it's me, your mentor, Bob Geldof. The master has come to seek the assistance of the Padawans. B- B- Bob, I- I'm kind of, I'm, my eyes are still adjusting. Are you wearing red? What are you, what's going on? That's right. I'm just wearing, you know, a red hat with a white bobble on the end, a red jacket with white trim, uh, similar red trousers with white trim and some black boots. Why? No time to explain, lads. I only had enough time to explain in detail the clothing I'm wearing to you. But I can't explain the situation. We've got to go. Boys, come with me. It's time to save Christmas. David, do you know what this means? The show is on. We are going on an adventure, David. Hit that theme song, we're off. Welcome to the wonderful world of the quick, smart comedy show With friends and guests, stuff, things It's the quick, smart comedy show Let's meet your hosts, David and James Oh, it's, it's, James, it's a bit chilly up here, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's freezing just for the listeners, welcome back to the Quick Smart Comedy Show on Sound Art Radio with your hosts David and James. Hello. Uh, we're uh, joined by Bob Goldup on a sleigh, just uh, just flying through the air like nobody's business. Yeah, I mean, as I look down you know, at the wall beneath us, it does appear to be going past pretty quickly. We are going pretty fast yeah. here, Bob. Bob, can, can you maybe uh, just take a second to explain what's going on? Right, yes, well, you're you're now uh, sat in the, uh, the, the, uh, the shotgun seat. Of our Santa's sleigh. I kind of meant more when I said could you explain yourself. Not so much our kind of seating arrangement, but right. more why you are now Father Christmas, it seems. Why you're in a sleigh, why we're flying for the air with some uh, electronic reindeer I see there. Well, obviously, I'm sat up front because I'm the driver. And obviously, you guys are at the back. You don't know how to drive an, uh, an electronic sleigh. So I, I positioned you two in the back seats. Well, if you let us drive, we've obviously still got a year to uh, pass the driving test. And we can just, you know, retrospectively fix that for you, Bob. Well, yes, you know, I've got my test in a couple of months. In what capacity are you are asking for our help, Bob? Actually, I'm going to scrap that question and just ask why you're Santa. Why am I Santa? Yeah. Well, are you familiar with the Santa Claus? Um, film or legal document? Both. I mean, I am. Dave isn't, is what I'm guessing. And from that, you can deduce that. You should probably tell us both. In Santa's contract, there is a clause... And it says, if anyone witnesses him die, that person will become Santa Claus. 
just so I know who I'm kind of traveling with. Did you see him die or did you kill him? So I've studied the text and it doesn't make a difference whether you killed him or whether you witnessed him die. And I've heard it's an ancient text found at the uh, very bottom of a lake. That is true. You know, I had to learn to scuba dive in order to uh, retrieve the contract. Obviously, I, I saw him die. I suddenly was wearing these clothes. I put on 50 pounds and thought, this is weird. So... Well, you know, I, you know, I did what any person would do, and I just dove straight into the nearest lake. And obviously, I put on a lot of mass, turning into Santa Claus. And, you know, quite heavy boots he wears. So I just sunk to the bottom. And then when I was down there, I found, you know, this, this ancient text here. You know, those dead man's boots clauses can cause havoc with a personal life. Because, you know, I accidentally saw a, a bus driver get knocked down once. And uh, for the rest of the year, I had to drive the... The 2B, just around town. Uh, that was a nightmare, because, again, I hadn't passed the test. Still waiting on the certificate for that one. Right, so. okay. Well, was it was it within the last year? Uh, no, but at the time it was. Wait, no, you're right. Oh, God, I should watch my back, Grace, shouldn't I? Well, of course, you, David, you saw a uh, falcon have a heart attack. You were scarred for a long time, both physically and mentally, I believe. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I saw him perish, unfortunately, so I obviously took on the role as the falconer. But um, when they... Um, very sadly took away his body they took away the glove as well so i had to do it but without the glove so i just had you know eagles yeah. and owls just digging their claws into me uh into me arms some said it was your own fault for walking up behind him and shouting in his ear but you know i don't believe that for a second no i don't either you know if you're a falconer always be on guard that's what i learned when i was a falconer you know you've always got to be which where's the bird coming from you know is it going to peck my head so and, and what was the circumstances of you seeing Santa Claus die, I guess is my next question. We've got time of a flying through the air. I don't know if you guys know, I'm, uh, well, you know, sort of a galactic hero. I had heard that from you, but I wouldn't describe it as that. Well, I would. And, you know, in my capacity as a hero, I am one of the custodians of our galaxy. Right. You know, we're a small band of heroes who look out for the little guy. Well, obviously we didn't uh, we didn't save Santa and uh, you know we didn't save that uh, that falconer and obviously we couldn't uh, stop that bus driver being hit by the boss right sorry you, you keep saying stuff but you never quite answer my question what was the question again why is Santa dead oh that's right yes and my capacity as one of the custodians of our galaxy I was on a mission you know a mission to um you know help you know end slavery. It was a, you know, it was a big mission, you know, I thought I can really do some good here on Earth, you know, I'll, I'll well, certainly end slavery, you know, in this small part of the world that I was going to. Because I had heard that there were some, you know, children, little children, who had been made to wear these sort of strange little hats, little, little shoes with bells on, you know, very embarrassing, little red sort of stripy trousers, and they were being made to make things, toys, and things like that. If you were going to go and liberate some slaves, how would you do it? Um, I would check my intel, probably. Then, you know, uh, probably watch it from afar for about a month. Right. You know, really gather some more intel of my own to, uh. you know, reaffirm the stuff that I already uh, heard. See, that's what Snorlax said. But then I said, I'm a busy guy. So I went straight to the strike force bit. You see, what I did was I spoke to Mrs. Quaid. Right. who is a member, another member of the Custodians. Uh, she's a, a lovely gal. Uh, and, you know, she really packs, you know, uh, a lot of explosives. I borrowed one of the more destructive items in her armory, the Spirit Bomb. And, you know, I didn't have time to check the intel. So what I did was I hired a jet. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yep, just letting that sink in. Yeah. I'm the kind of guy who can hire a jet. Got in the jet, didn't pilot it, got the trained pilot to fly it. And then when we were over Lapland, I just, you know, let her rip. Just dropped the spirit bomb right onto the, uh, the slave encampment. And it just, you know, vaporized it instantly. You know, no one saw it coming, no one felt a thing. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't just, you know, destroy them. It totally erases them from all time and space. So it's just like they don't exist. Okay, so... I think I'm starting to get a picture of what actually happened now. Uh, mm. So yeah, we just totally leveled the slave encampment. And um, it was really weird because, you know, it's, it's, I just saw it all disappear. Just witnessed them all go. And then suddenly, you know, me gut just fired out. And uh, then my beard grew. 
Uh, that that turned white from its usual uh, sort of mossy brown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was good. Uh, then yeah, just sort sort of the Jedi was in, just suddenly turned into a sleigh, and the pilot he turned into a sort of a, a little collection of electronic reindeer, and um, yeah, I suddenly felt the urge to deliver things. David, if I can just take you aside for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, think Bob Geldof may have destroyed Christmas. Oh, James, elves aren't real. Elves aren't real. Santa's not real. This is just some weird uh, delusion that Bob's having. No, well, um, it's weird that you said that, David, because we are, you know, flying in a, a sleigh with, with, with Father Christmas himself. Well. I mean, we met a dragon. Yeah. We went into space. Yeah. We went to, I believe we travelled in time once. Uh, Yeah, we did, but that was just circumstance we happen to find ourselves in i mean we're in the circumstance of being in the presence of santa so well i just don't buy it james you see i just think it's just bob Geldof, you know he's just a bit nutty guys i'd love to keep chatting but you know i've really got to focus on you know working the sleigh hard you know we gotta pick up the pace we've got a lot of work to do guys i need your help you know i knew i couldn't do this by myself so i thought who are two people that i can trust who don't know Snarlax so that they won't tell him what happened. I thought of you two guys, and I know that you two believe in me. That's right, Bob, and um, I'm, I'm happy to be along on the journey. I know David's very excited too. Uh, whatever we can do to help you out. Well, I'm going to be honest, James. I'm, you know, I'd be happy. I'm, usually, Bob, I'd be happy to help a friend. But, you know, when you're having these strange delusions about being Santa, I just, I can't... I can't help perpetuate someone's delusion. You know, it's not healthy, Bob. You're Bob. You're Bob Geldof. You've got to be making albums. you got to be, you know, trying to stop Brexit. You can't be flying around delivering presents. Yeah, I got pretty excited when he burst in. He said we're going on an adventure. But now that I know it's based on Hokum, I'm, uh, I'm not so into it anymore, James. Yes, yeah, so Bob, sorry. Can we, uh, what, go home or? David, I'm a bit confused. You know, I'm, I'm right here, you know, wearing this red suit flying a sleigh which is being pulled by admittedly electronic reindeer what more evidence do you want that i exist i just can't buy it james whoa the, the sleigh's whoa, gone out whoa, there, David. you're right there i'm good thank you yeah. bob what was that drive more carefully sorry guys i hit some turbulence you know it's pretty you know it's pretty hard to control a motorized sleigh when you're going 200,000 miles an hour or whatever, we're going, maybe it's fast. I mean, I don't know exactly how fast, but about that, I'd have thought. Yeah, well, I believe that. Yeah, I don't. Whoa! 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 David, if you just hold on to uh, something. Uh, Bob, uh, just uh, keep it steady up there, lad. <laughs> Guys, it's not my fault. It's just for some reason, the sleigh's not responding to what I'm doing. James, he's not Santa. How many times have I got to tell you? Whoa! 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 Quick smart coming to show Oh David it's, I can't see anything uh, I just uh, this blizzard is blinding yeah, welcome back to the Quick Smart Comedy Show covered in snow on Sound Art Radio blindly sort of wandering through the snow at the moment can't quite you know get a grip on where everything is uh, Bob Bob that mountain there just shook a bit. I think we should really be careful how loud we shout because it could cause an avalanche. Well, maybe he's under the snow. Maybe he's trapped under the snow. Maybe he's trying to fight to get his way out. Exactly. We should really just both scream as loud as we can. Yeah. Bob. Bob! Yeah, that's really got that snow yeah, moving. That's coming to watch that's us quite quickly yeah. now, David. Yeah. If I can just see through the blizzard. Yeah, I think it was a mountain, not Bob. Right. So that's, uh, oh, that's coming towards us. Do you know us. what I'm thinking, David? Mm. If you just look to the left there, that big smoking pile of fire over there where the uh, sleigh crashed, probably Bob's over there. Yeah. Well, what, 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 the avalanche take? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. David, the airline just to take a listen to this cave. <gasps> well, you know, luckily all the equipment didn't get damaged in the one, the uh, very fast flights that we were part of. Two, 
the crash. Yep. And three, the avalanche. Yeah, yeah, we got a pretty hardy, uh, pretty hardy equipment here. You know, if there's one thing I can say about Olaf, he does not scrimp on his portable radio equipment. Well, he buys British, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, and obviously realizes it doesn't work, and then he buys, you know, German, of, yeah, Japan, absolutely, yeah, you Japanese. Know. Yeah, good, good, good engineering. That's right. Yeah, and thank God for him. First point of business, David, is we crashed. We did. Let's just let that sink in for a second. Hmm. We fell off a sleigh, travelling 2,000 miles an hour, into some snow. Quite extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, Bob said we were going 200,000 miles an hour. Yeah. I'm thinking if we were going that fast, and we fell out, we probably would have hit the Earth at a slightly greater speed. Whereas I felt like we just kind of, you know, gently landed in a pile of snow. Do you know what, Dave? Do you know what? I hadn't thought about it, but... If I did think about it for more than two seconds, mm-hmm. which is not something I'd usually do, mm-hmm. I think you're hung up on the fact that Bob left us to die on a Death Star in another galaxy about a year ago. Is that it? Are you still a bit bitter about the fact that Bob got up wanted to kill us and a whole universe? Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, you forgot? That was, that was Bob, wasn't it? Yeah. So, sorry, that wasn't what the rift was. No, I mean... That's something I'll have to talk to him about when we find him. But I was just annoyed that he's just, you know, pretending to be Santa and, you know, getting up, get, building people's hopes up, only right. to dash them by, you know, crashing his fake sleigh. You know what, David? I don't think we got to quite to the bottom of this yet. And uh, I hope one day you have the courage and bravery to tell me what's really going on with you. I mean, I just did. No, you didn't. Didn't I? No. No. Well, I better dig deep then and find out. Yeah, well, remember your life. Yeah. You got, you got to do it, James. As we know, David, fear leads to anger. Yeah. Anger leads to hate. Yeah. And hate leads to suffering. Yeah. Oh, well, well, we'll just, what should we do? Just walk deeper into this cave? Well, probably best, yeah. Once more into the breach, into the, uh, into the cave. The abyss. Mm. The two men march. Yeah, we're just walking down the dark cave now. Uh, lots of shadows. Um, yeah, which is weird in a dark cave. There can be so many shadows. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do you know, David, um... I wonder what caused this sleigh to actually crash, you know, because it wasn't like we hit anything. Uh, it wasn't any... I mean, Bob was saying it was turbulence, but it seemed fine to me. I don't know anything about aerodynamics, David, but I think I can spot a red herring. And there wasn't one. Yeah, well, if it's not the red herring, where else going to be? Yeah, exactly. Well, the red sparrow. The Yeah, it could be the red arrows. The red baron. Red skull. Whatever made us crash, David. Let's just be on our guard for it, because it could strike at any minute. Well, we're not on a flying sleigh. No, anymore. I think we are. I, I suspect that we still are. Maybe this is virtual reality or we've been possessed by a ghoul. Some sort of sinister third dimensional being. You're saying there's a, a third man among us? There could be a third man. Well. Whoa! Oh, sorry, that was just you. Yeah, that's sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the second man, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, so what should we... What, what, sorry, Dave, just to interrupt you there, I think I just heard a shadow. I heard it too. It sounded dark. I James, can you see that sound? I think I just saw something whisper. Sort of sinister being, David. It could be that third man we were after. James, listen, there's light. Oh, James, as, as we move closer, I can really taste the heat. Oh, David, I think this cave is more than we bargained for. And I didn't bargain for anything. Yeah, this is no bargain hunt, James. Sounds like sort of conversation. Looks like it's coming from that chamber over there. You first. Luckily, I, we, when we were just outside, I saw a um, you know rescue worker just on the top of the mountain there get crushed. So I've just taken over his life, obviously, and I've suddenly got a lot of courage. Oh, okay. That's great. Um, luckily, he was part-time, so my schedule won't be as hectic as you would think. Right. That's that's um, great. So I'll go first, shall I? Yeah, after you. Yeah. Man and rescue. Anyone here need saving? Uh, Olaf here. Uh, can I help you? Olaf, I thought you were going on a round-the-world trip. Olaf, I thought you had gone on a round-the-world trip. Sorry, David, I just repeated what you said. Didn't mean to there, but the point still stands, Olaf. I thought you went on a round-the-world trip. Hello, Chaz. I did expect to see your two mugs here, you know, in the snow. Happy, happy holidays. Uh, good tidings. Happy Yule. Well, thank you, Olaf. Uh, yeah, uh, lovely to see you, chaps. But uh, the, the question does raise, so uh, why are you here in the, uh, the snowy Alps? Let me put it like this, Olaf. It's the end of your shift. You're locking up, you know, you're turning off the lights. Suddenly, what happens? A pop star comes through your roof, Olaf. He claims to be a mythical creature. 
obviously he then sort of lures you onto the sleigh, motorized. Uh, you fly up into the air. Uh, you're careering along at a, you know, a, a, a good pace, a good few knots. And uh, you then fall off, Olaf. Uh, you then obviously try and call for your friend. Uh, you're like, Ooh, cause an avalanche. Uh, it sort of washes you into a cave. Discombobulated, you wonder what's going on, what's going on. It's, you walk into a chamber, you're here. What you didn't mention there, David, was the uh, weird turbulence that we encountered halfway to hell and back. Well, just, I, I, yeah, I didn't really think about it. I don't think it's really that relevant. Yeah, I guess you could say no, but it's really relevant to me, chap. But you are, you are saying, so you might as well say in detail. Well, I think it's directly relevant to the question of how we got here. Well, I, I just meant more than why you came in, you know, yeah. how, how you got here, why well, I, you got here. I've t- All of those questions I answered. Oh, maybe I just mean I don't want an answer. Olaf, I don't think Dave believes in Santa. I don't think I, uh, I don't think I mentioned the word Santa at all in that. I was just talking about Bob Geldof. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, um, who are these people? Well, yes, well, I formed quite a small, uh, you know, a group that I, I, you know, travel with. Just the same kind of wanderlust as me. Gotta say, Olaf, I'm not enjoying the place you've decided to pitch up for the night. If you're gonna just pitch up anywhere, why not, you know, go in a house? Good point. You know, we passed a building. Yeah, you know. I saw quite a few log cabins over there when we were, you know, careering down to Earth. Well, of course, chaps, this is one of the seven circumtide Yuletide special tribute sites across the planet. And of course, uh, that's why we're on this expedition across the globe. And it rejuvenates the skin. Sorry, uh, Olaf, I understood barely a word of what you just said. Are you saying that people regenerate when they're here? Yes, of course, yes. This skin doesn't transform itself. I thought it did, because haven't you got Benjamin Button disease? So yes. Aren't you just, just aging backwards anyway? Yes. So surely if you're here, you're going to age backwards even further. Yes. Right. Yeah, you, you spent too long in this sort of weird hippie commune you've got going in here, Olaf. Well, uh, pull up a pill around the fire, of course. You know, stay warm. You have interrupted, you know, the ancient tradition of the fire dance. So I will be jumping back in. Wine, spirit, good you. Okay, so we, we can all agree that what you just said was utter nonsense, right? Well, that's good. Well, so. I think all the fumes from all this fire is just really getting to him. Yeah, I didn't really understand what's going on. He hasn't really provided an adequate explanation for what they're doing here. If I was to dissect what you said, David, what I picked up was that there was some sort of ancient ritual playground of the spirits right okay that Olaf prays to um, and I think what they're doing David is they they are going to each individual hotspot to rejuvenate maybe that's why they're so young looking um, apart from Olaf there who seems to have actually you know doubled down on and counteracted his own effects of the Benjamin Button disease that he suffers with so he's actually kind of evened out to a nice 30 Oh, you you got all that from what you just said. Yeah, oh. that and this parchment that he's put on the uh, side of the cave. Oh yeah, I hadn't seen that. And there's a lot, a lot of literature just scattered around. A lot of um, subscription fees, nine ninety nine a month. There, just can see that. That's not bad. A lot of oil in this group, I have to say, David. Um, yeah, a lot of oil on the upper body. Fire. Yeah, it sounds um, uh, like a recipe for disaster, doesn't it? It does. Well, are you first A-trained as the uh, new mountain rescue person or whatever I you believe are? I am. I mean, I haven't got a certificate or been trained in it, but I can do it and, you know, retroactively get that. Uh, yeah. So if you want to fall over and have a heart attack right now, go for it. Right, okay. Lots of hippies. Yeah. Oiled. Yeah. Just intern Beth there sitting in a corner. Why are you saying it like that? Yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of people oiled up, isn't there? Yeah, well, I think the fumes are getting to you, David. Look, there's like a lot of candles in here. Yeah, I think uh, it's that uh, lack of oxygen again, James. Yeah, well, it's always something, isn't it? Yeah, it's mainly lack of oxygen uh, <laughs> on this show. Yeah, Olaf, sorry, was that the exit? So, Olaf, is there another entrance, Olaf, or an exit? Because we want to get out of here. Yeah, unfortunately, chap, that was the only uh, entrance. Uh, if you've, uh, you know, blocked it from snow, I think we'll be here until the new year. Uh, plenty of fire, plenty of grease and oil, if you... Uh... Yeah, I'm good without the oil, thank you. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, fair, fair enough, chaps, fair enough, yes. So why is this a hot spot? Well, the thing is, chaps, it's uh, quite a magical place, but, you know, further down the cave, just down there, that black hole is uh, quite a concentration of earthly magic. 
frankly, this is as far as we would dare venture. So you haven't been in the cave? No, just this uh, subsidiary of the cave. Oh, okay. So you're in the cave subsidiary. Some say, you know, what lies beneath the abyss is man's own demons. They come to life, you know, if, if you venture too far south. This is north. Yeah, you know, I've heard quite terrible things about the end of that cave. You know, the, the darkness creeps into your mind. Right, and does what? Your inner demons. Just tells you, well, because I, I, I can guess mine probably. Yeah, I could just, I could, I could name yours now, James. Could you? What? Uh, me cutting the apron strings, you know, and just letting you sort of run wild in the world. Well, the thing is, David, trying to roll with you is like trying to roll escape through a buffalo herd. You can't do it. If I was to reiterate that phrase, I'd say you can't roll escape through a buffalo herd. James, you are correct. You cannot roll escape. In a buffalo herd. Not quite sure what you're talking about, chaps. I thought we were talking about, you know, the inner demons of the cave and, you know, quite scary, serious stuff. Uh, but you seem to have had sort of mental breakdowns. Wait, James, if we can't get out, how are we going to save Christmas? If, frankly, I, I don't even celebrate Christmas. I think it's a bit rude that you, uh, you assume everyone does, you know. I haven't said Happy Christmas. Well, you should have. And, uh, yeah, we're on a mission to save Christmas, Olaf, so we need to get out of here now. And I say, get out of the way, young man, because we're on a roll, not on skates. We've just said that already, but we'll be leaving. David, get my bags. We've, I've, I forgot we've not got any bags. We got trapped here without anything. I'm in a T-shirt. Quite cold. I think we get a bit of frostbite now. Uh, if we can just move a bit faster. Yeah, oh, you left. Basically, what I'm trying to say, David, in a roundabout way is, can you just show us the bit that you don't want to go in, please? Yeah, presumably it's got some sort of doorway, to like some sort of Narnia door that leads yeah. us back to England. Or some sort of stairway to heaven. Yeah, maybe a highway to hell. Yes, if you follow me, be careful though. This is a very, very, very treacherous ground we tread. Nah, I'll be fine. Let me go first. Uh, okay. Yeah, David, if you just want to take the front, David, I'll take the rear. Oh, look, if you kind of play midfield. <laughs> Quick smart come to show oh, I can't see a thing, David. It's pitch black. There's something not right here. Ooh, it's cold. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Olaf, why are you sitting on a rock? I, I think chaps is probably the point at which I say goodbye. Yeah, I think I just sit on this rock, got my gimmer stick here. Sorry, why have you led us halfway into a tunnel and then just decided to sit on a rock? And put your gimmer stick in the dirt. What, what is a gimmer stick? Well, frankly, it's just a stick I've called gimmer. Oh, okay, so the stick is called gimmer. It's called gimmer the stick. Yes, but of course that place is quite strong with the dark presence, you know. Uh, be careful, chaps. You seem to be getting away from it, chaps. Oh, I see, you're walking, that's why. There's darkness, uh, the domain of evil it is. You must go, though. Bye. What is he talking about? Not sure, David. Didn't let him finish. No, I just thought... He's given us information about where we're going. Let's just go there. Yeah, we don't need well, information. Let's just get there. Yeah, last question. What? What's in there? Is he gone? Yeah, he must know. It's pretty yeah. dark. He said a lot of kind of stuff. He kind of like, you know, tiptoed around it a lot. Uh, but didn't actually say what was in there. So Yeah, something about darkness. I mean, yeah. that's pretty obvious. I can't see a thing. Um, mixed results there. Yeah, I mean. Some answers. Some questions. More questions. Uh, yeah, I think more questions. Uh, well, he does age backwards, so. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he's been so petulant, I'd imagine. We don't know how to get out of here. Yeah. We don't know where we are. Have you got any signal, David? I, I haven't even tried mine yet. I haven't got my phone. Why? Why would I? Well, why wouldn't you? We were hosting a radio show. Right. Who am I going to phone mid-show? <laughs> just turn it off. We only planned to do two minutes. Yeah, I know, but I just, I, you know you know me, James. I'm a, I am a true professional. I never bring the mobile phone into the studio. So what, you wouldn't bring a phone into the studio, but you would just cancel the show? Yes, I am a professional, James. Right, well, good call. I have got my phone on me. Why don't you, well, why don't you just... Uh... Hold on, David, I think I have a bit of coverage here. Oh. Right, so... I mean, quite easy to find me. I searched my own name. Yeah. Sorry, so they they couldn't find your internet presence. Is that what it was? Do you want me to read it to you, David? Yeah. Dear consumer, consume this fact that we haven't found the person you're looking for yet. Well, if they couldn't find your online presence, uh, they probably haven't got much chance of finding our physical presence here in this unknown dark cave. I think it goes. I think what happens, David, is the, dark, the darkness attacks the strong-minded rather than the weak. 
Oh, okay. That's why I can see the darkness all around me. Now all there is is darkness in my life. Well, yeah. Well, I'm just feeling the walls, Dave, and there seems to be some sort of black glacier ice all over it. Yeah, but you, you can't see it. It doesn't mean it's black. Well, it's sparkling green, so... No, that's not right. I think I've got something in my eye. I can't even hear an echo! See? Yeah, no echo. David, it's a strange iced room. It's like a... Something out of a nightmare. If the nightmare was in pitch black, and you could just imagine it being bad, but really you can't see that much. God, the things I'm imagining, James. And just the... Th oh, the nightmares I'm imagining. Like, yeah, oh, well, keep it to yourself. Oh, how much for a second-class stamp? Pretty cold. Maybe, maybe, um, if we thaw it out, we'll be able to sort of walk through the ice. Right. What's the warmest bit? Probably the tongue, I guess. Right, let's just try and sort of, like, lick our way out of it. You know, really heat up the ice with our Bob tongue. waits for us. We saw him crash. He needs our help. We've got to save Christmas, David. Lick that ice. Licking now, James. Lick, 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 uh. lick, lick, lick. Uh. lick. What's the problem, David? You're halfway through a lick. I'm stuck. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I managed half a lick. Right, okay. You well, have a go. I think that's a great idea, David. Yeah. Licking now, David. Thaw that ice! Thaw that ice! Thaw that ice! James, it's not thawing, come on! Thuck the ice. What? Thuck in your room. Maybe if we both both get our tongues on it, we can both heat it up. Right, I'm coming in, James. Ah! Ah! I won't manage half a lick again! Stand back, David. Sorry, the ice has just melted rapidly. I think it's something to do with us, obviously. Ah. <sighs> David, are you seeing what I'm seeing? A vortex to the underworld! Hold on, David. Suddenly, that stopped. And the bit above us has turned into some sort of staircase that's rapidly unfolded upon us. Blimey! Now, if you look to the right, David, it's a hall of mirrors, and there's 5,000 of us all looking back at us with weird-looking expressions, each one different from the last, but slightly the same. I've never seen so many bloodied tongues. David, look ahead. There's two figures starting to mould out of the ice and clay on the sides of the walls, David. Is that... They're walking towards us slowly, but they're morphing into... I think they're people. Is that... It's not you and me, is it? No. We're way too... No, one's too small and the other one's overly large. Is that a bum bag, I see? I think it's two bum bags. One on each arm. David, he's wearing a string vest and it's stained to the gills. What's the other one got there? He's got some sort of... I think he's got a... I think it's a CD burner. Right, what else have they got? Is that... Is that What's the Story Morning Glory on... It is! Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> David, I think that's Josie the Bull, I think... It can't be! You guys are in an alternative dimension! You're on the Ofcom Council! Hello, Bo. Finally, I'm me again, Bo. <laughs> Finally, Bull has come back! True existence. It's, it's me and you, Bo, back together again. But only this time, Bo. It's the people we want to be. No society's rules placed on us, eh, Bo? Nah, not that, Josie. We can do what we want. No morals. No ethics. No rules. <laughs> oh, I guess we've got to face our own fears to save Christmas. <laughs> Why do you think that? I Right. I got an idea, David. Mm. Just came to me just now. I think we have to we have to face our own Christmas to fear no, sorry, let me just we gotta fa we gotta face up to the fact that Christmas is gonna be cancelled unless we face our fears and save it. Right, well I'm the face that runs this place, so I think I'll uh, I'll lead I'll lead that. So what we've got to do, fa face our fears. Um, yeah. What do you fear? Well, you're well, fearless, so you're, obviously you can't face yeah. a fear, so you're never going to get out of it. That's right. You're going to face your fears. And that's me and Bo here. We're your antithesis. Oh, God. Right, so come on then, guys. What have we got to do? Come on, let's face it. Let's be having you. That's right. And then we're going to lay it on thick right now. Aren't we, Bo? <laughs> yeah, real thick. What are we doing, Jonesy? Yeah, I think those spirits there, David, haven't really realised the people that they've, you know, impersonated and mimicked are quite thick and aren't on the ball. And if they really wanted to get to the grips with our fears, they've picked really the wrong people to do it. Yeah, it is pretty muddled at the moment. I mean, they are, um, I think Bull's just sort of sniffing uh, Jonesy's ear. I'm not really sure... I think he's buying it now, David. Oh, he is, yeah. I'm not really sure what he's trying to achieve there. Uh, all right, Bull, what are you doing there, Bull? 
Hmm? Well, 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 yeah. But you got that bow. A lobe? Yeah, I think, Dave, what we should just do is try and outsmart them. I think uh, that's our best bet to save Christmas. Yes, we will use our wits to save... Christmas. Well, Christmas, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. As I said, yeah. Um, right. don't, we don't need to hide it, I'm just... Oh, okay, we'll just do it. Well, yeah, just let's... No pomp, no ceremony, we'll just get on with it. How are we going to do that? Well, here's, here's what I'm thinking, David. Presumably, and I'm just spitballing here, David, because mm -hmm. I don't know the rules of this place, but we've got to complete some sort of riddle to get past them. Probably. Face our fears. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really given us a riddle. No, they haven't all asked us to face our fears. Yeah. I guess if they are our fears, we're facing them. Yeah. We're well. facing you, is that done? Yeah, my body's positioned facing you. Can we Can we leave? If we strike you down, will you return even stronger than before, or...? Yeah, I didn't think about it. Where did we go when we came back? No, I didn't pick this body. I just, uh... Oh, sorry. Sorry, we're boring you. <sighs> yeah. Riddle bow this. Tweedle dum. Tweedle dee. Tweedle dee with a chimpanzee. Who said it? You, you did. Just now. Bow, can I have a quick tete-a-tete -tete with you, Bow? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, guess the riddle bow. Well. I didn't even know we had to do a riddle. No, I didn't either. I just made it up, Bow. Uh, I got, I got a riddle. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who's got a better car? I have a Uh, you and me. I don't have Bo, I don't drive. Well, I do, I have. Right, you ain't got a license of your boat? No. Right, well, you should get one probably, shouldn't you? Well, I will in the future. What do you drive? What are you driving now, eh, Bo? What do I uh, Just, uh. Oh, just the old four wheeler. Me yeah. Mitsubishi? Nah. Mitsubishi. <laughs> oh, I don't drive. Mitsubishi. That's a hairdresser's car, isn't it, Bo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I drive a real, yeah, a bloke's car. Where do you, you drive, Bo? I drive a uh, Citroen Zara Picasso. So, <laughs> you know, the birds love it. Yeah, my next guess is that Ball drives a Citroen Zara Picasso. Jonesy, he's got it right! Just turn around, Bo. One more and they're home free. <laughs> right. If you guess this one, chaps, not only will you get out of this cave, but we will get you to your friend that we know you want because we're inside your minds. But if you don't get the riddle right, what happens if we don't get it right? I don't know, Bo. I guess we should have thought of that one, Bo. Yeah, well, if you don't get it right, um... Oh, I don't know. You have to be in our cover band with us. <laughs> That's right. We need a keyboard player and a rhythm guitarist, you know? I see synthesizer written all over you two. Plus, we'll eat your souls. Yeah, we could do, couldn't we? Right, okay, we need a riddle, right? And we, it needs to be a good one, because I've got well, yes, a hard sir. one, because I've got a gig book next week. Can any of you sing? Do you know any Oasis? You've got an Oasis, haven't you? Is that the riddle? Yeah, we do. I didn't realise who asked the question. They win the riddle. Facing your fears is far easier than I thought it'd ever be. I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. Just wake up in the morning, face your fears. It takes about ten minutes and then uh, be on your way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. David, look, the path in front of us opening up. and it's I don't know if it's a portal or what it is, but you can see through the other side, David, through the ice, that it's actually... I think that's Bob. I can see him there, right in front of us. And this must take us straight to him. Bob, we're here. Christmas is Bob. Christmas is saved. We're coming, Bob. We're coming. Tease up. I've got to think of a better catchphrase, really, for something this heroic, David. Um, uh, you can't skate through a herd of wildebeest, but you can bet your bottom dollar that these boys will be back. Bob, we're coming. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Quick smart, come on a show. Welcome back to the Quick Smart Comedy Show on Sound Up Radio. Joining me and David, as usual, the host with the co-host. Let me jump in there, James. I am getting tired, but I've still got enough energy for you good listeners out there. We're here, as James says, up on the mountain. You're about to hear us save Christmas. What's that sound? Oh, is it Christmas being saved? Yeah, I think it is. It is indeed. We found Bob Geldof. Sure, he's tied to some sort of scaffolding. Not sure why that is. Not sure, one, why he's tied up, and two, why there's scaffolding in the Alps. I think that's where we are. Bruh, we can only presume, James, because it's the only mountain range I've ever heard of. Kind of slowing down as we try and get towards Bob. Really taking its toll now. Uh, Bob, we're walking, coming. 
Still don't know what's going on, but we will prevail. Christmas will be saved. Bob, we've come to save Christmas. Sorry, guys, I'm a bit tied up at the moment. Bit of a pun there for you. Took me half an hour to come up with that. That's how long it's taking you to come and get me. I'm on a lake. Yeah, Bob, sorry. Took us a bit of time to get here because we went through a chasm of doom. Didn't tell us about that, did you? Face your fears, did you? Yeah, you could say that. You could say we just faced some people that we knew. It's weird, David, because I faced my fears of them. I mean, you didn't face your fear. What was my fear? Well, I don't know. What is your fear? Uh, uh maybe, maybe I am fearless. Mm. So what do we do now, Bob? Sorry, what lake are you on? Obviously, I crash-landed the sleigh. When I awoke, I was tied to this scaffolding above a lake. You know, luck would have it. This is the lake where I discovered the parchment with the Santa Claus. You know, I'm feeling weak at the moment. You know, the last hour or so, I just... The energy's really drained out of me ever since, you know, that explosion I was in. You know, it's my just, you know, it's drained me, if I'm honest. Well, do you know what? We believe in you, Santa. We believe in you. And I believe you can get yourself out of any situation you put yourself in and save Christmas with our help. The boys. I feel, I feel energized. I feel like I could, I could rip through these ropes. David, look, it's like Popeye just suddenly his biceps are bulging. I'm going to break through the ropes, lads. I'm getting off this scaffolding. No, he's not. He's not Santa, James. I'm feeling weak again. Oh. No breaking through the ropes today. I keep telling you, Santa's not real. It's just Bob Geldof. It's just the lead singer of the Boomtown Rats. Just absolutely bizarre. And I'll tell you what, David. I think I put my nail on my head. You, I put, think you I, put the nail on your head? Yeah, that's right. I think I put it right on there. I think I know what's going on. Oh, uh, well, you've accidentally hammered a nail into your head. Yeah, I, do you want to know what's going on? What's going on? I think Bob Geldof is jealous of my haircut. And I think that's why I just want to get off of that lake. I think that's why it keeps ping-ponging. Oh, God, my vitamin D levels are so low. Hold on, hold, hold on, David, do you hear that? Is that just me? Is that just my ears? Just smell that sound. It smells like a synthesizer. That's right, I think I can... I think I can see some music. James, feel over there! Back, back again. That's right, brand new backing track for me, Rubik's. Brown. Rubik's Brown. Do you know him? I think we met him a couple of times, David, but frankly, it's been so long that I can't quite put the name to the face. No, no. Plus, he's wearing a hood. It's two years to the day since we last met. You thought I died when I fell off that roof. But no. I fell into a river and was washed downstream up this mountain. Geographically, that doesn't make sense. Just get back to where it's fine. You put, there's probably some other transport on there. Maybe like a Sherpa took you up here. I don't know what happened. I don't, don't know. It wasn't there. I was riding shotgun with the salmon. They were riding back upstream, back to their native homeland. I managed to flop and splash my way back up the river, and I ended up here, freezing in the corner. I was sat there for 40 days, and 40 nights. Look at Bob, There's a lot, the life's being drained out of him slowly, zapping into Rubik's there. Uh, yeah, so if it affects his voice in any way, that's probably why. Yes, obviously Bob's life force is fusing with Rubik's. No wonder he sounds like a weird sort of Irish-American. Rubik's. You're probably wondering how I managed to survive for 40 days and 40 nights with no water, heat, or food. Not really. No, can you just skip on to the bit that, you know, we get, you, obviously you survived, so it happened. The truth is, I did have food, water, and heat. I stumbled across a bunker with water. Well, the bunker only lasted for one year. So for the past 12 months, I've been eating snow. So what, the bunker lasted a day? No. Oh, wait, are you a year and a year, isn't it? It's two years. Yes. Right, okay, well, that checks out then, sorry. When I got to the mountain, well, I told you I lived in the bunker for a year. The bunker ran dry, and then I was wandering this mountaintop, cold, alone. About 45 minutes ago, I found a new purpose. I saw a bright light from the sky crash into my mountain. I shimmied on over. And what do I find but singer, songwriter, 
Bob, Geldof, guys, I think he's captured me so that he could lure you guys here to kill you. Oh no, James, Rubik's Brown, he's come to kill us. You got it all wrong, Bob. They're not the targets of my plan. You are! I saw him with the belly, with the hat, with the beard, with the boots. He had become Santa Claus. Rubik's is sucking up his life force. He's becoming Santa. I think that's his plan, David. No, sorry, Rubik's. No, you got it all wrong. See, he's not Santa Claus. We've, out, we've already had this discussion. Santa Claus is not real. He is a fiction. He is a straw man. He does not exist. I'm going to butt in there, David, because you've been saying this all day, and I just don't get it. He's right there in front of us. I believe in him. He believes in him. That guy believes in him. James, I'm going to open up now. Please do, because do you know what, David, frankly, do you know what I'm thinking? Do you know what's while around my head? What's, what's happening? I think you're facing your fear, David, and your fear is the fear of truth. Well, if that's true, I'm... Uh, well, it is the truth, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's fearful. Well, I'm going to talk about my childhood. Oh, God, here we go. You see, when I was younger, James, Christmas time would come. <laughs> yeah, but st- that still happens. No, but you know... <laughs> no matter what age you are, it's going to come. No, but like when is I was younger... Is that your fear? No, what? Christmas coming? No, I loved Christmas. It was a great time of year. Right, okay. But you see, it would, it would, that time of year would come. That time when you should be joyous and you should be bestowed with gifts and presents. But every year, I would get no presents. Oh, that's pretty sad, David. It was so sad. I mean, the few presents that I was given, just, they just, there wasn't many. You know, there was, well, I say there weren't many. There was probably, you know. What are you talking about, half a dozen? No, I mean, there wasn't, no, it was probably two dozen. Two dozen. But, you know, just that few presents, just how can a kid survive with that? I mean, obviously all of them had, you know, a, a, a shop value of over 15 pounds. And it was just, it was just devastating, you know, just all I wanted was to have better toys and more expensive possessions than Gary next door. But, you know, did it ever happen? Yes. Every year on Christmas Eve, I'd sneak into Gary's house and make sure that I I counted the presents, and if there were more than 24, I'd extract them, take them back to my house, you know, add them to my pile. Because of that, you don't believe in Santa. Exactly. If Santa was real, he'd have done all that work for me, James. I can understand it. Not with your heart. Look! Right in front of you! He's there! He's a living, breathing man! You're right. James, I've realised that throughout this whole adventure, I hadn't once looked at Bob. But now that I look over, I see Santa! And... Santa! Break out of those shackles and get to Gary's house because there are presents to steal, my friend! And we can save Christmas at the same time. Or a bit later if you've not got time. Guys, I'm feeling, I'm feeling strong. I'm gonna break. Guys, I can't break out. I can't, it's not happening. Why? It's no use, Bob. I laced your mince pie and cookie with reindeer sedative. You're being poisoned slowly, Bob. And as I stand here and witness your demise, when I finally see you bite the dust, I will fulfill my destiny. I will fulfill the dead man's boots claws, Bob. And I will become Santa. Oh, no. Right, okay. What's he declared again? David, I think he's just declared war on... Thumbs? Christmas. Uh, what? I know, right? And they've all thought it was be the lefties. No, it's this guy. Oh, right. Okay, well, what happens if Bob dies, but he doesn't see? I guess we just let him monologue for a bit and see where it goes. Yeah, I mean... What else have you got to say? I've been wasting my time trying to own one single privatised radio station. If I had the power of Santa, I would control the distribution of presents around the world. I can get presents at rock-bottom prices and sell them to the kids, to the parents, 
to the retailers, to the orphanages, to the hospitals, to the schools. I can sell them all with a 300% markup and become the richest mythical figure in the world. Wow, what can you say to that, David? Other than, um, uh, doesn't sound great. Bit of a damper on Christmas. Yeah, that's my two cents. What a dastardly plan. Yeah, what are you gonna do about it, Bob? Oh, he's unconscious. Oh, and he's got a gun to us. Bob's got a gun to us? No, no, just tilt your head there, David. You look, if, if anything, David, you're looking at him too much now. Right, okay, yeah, he's uh, he's fallen asleep. Who? Uh, what's that other guy up to? Yeah, just turn your head up there. Oh! oh. That's right. When Santa dies, I can dispose of you two like a grizzly bear disposes of the migrating salmon. Any last words before I blow you two scumbags away? Uh, well, I don't know if these are... Well, I guess they are words, but um, I've just got a text. Can I just... I am a man of honor. Read your message. Thank you. Uh, it says... We're unable to find a James in the database. Are you sure he exists? Please double-check your spelling. So... Oh, actually, I did spell my name wrong there. You spelled your own name wrong? Yeah, well, I spelled it with a K. You put a K in James? Where, where did you put the K? Let me see that. How did you spell your own name wrong? Show oh, me just, that phone. Just, Let me just dangle off the side of this cliff over the precipice. Whoa. Yes, Whoa. Find a friend. Whoa. Find a friend. Whoa. Find a friend. Whoa. Mrs. Brown's baby boy. Wow, he fell into the lake. Didn't float. He must be a witch. Santa! How do we How save do Santa? I guess we just have to believe, David. Yeah. Just gotta believe. Maybe just a chant, get some chant going. Santa Claus, 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 Santa Claus. It's not helping at all, David. No, I'm just getting really out of breath. Yeah. Oh, maybe some medicine or some CPR? Yeah, um, it's just an anti-reindeer sedative. Just uh, some sort of stimulant designed specifically for reindeer. Right. Um, How have you got that? I, just, I go to a lot of county shows up near a sort of Iceland way. Right, yeah. And just there's a, often you get like a little uh, reindeer that's feeling a bit ill. Right, okay. But I've sort of been saving it, you know, for... Do you think maybe we should use it? It does sound like kind of a perfect situation for it. No, well, see, I'm going to the um, the Reykjavik uh, County Fair uh, next month, so I was thinking I'm going to save it for the air. Right, can you not get another one after this? No, this is the only one I've got. Right, well, buy another one. Oh, I couldn't. We'll get it for Christmas. Yes, James. If I add it to Gary's Christmas list, I can steal one for Christmas. Shove it down his gullet. Yes, Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, 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 oh. I'm feeling stimulated. I'm feeling alive. Santa, we believe in you. We believe. We believe. Yes, I'm feeling strong. I'm hulking up. Yes. No one can stop me now! And we've still got time to save Christmas because it's the 22nd. In fact, actually, Bobby, quite early if you needed our help. Guys, do you know your way around Milton Keynes? So-so, mm, I guess. Right. What about Turkey? Not so much. Right, well, you'll probably be no help then. Um, probably I've wasted a bit of time by, you know, trying to get you guys and... I'm on a really tight schedule here, guys, so I think I'm just going to bolt, you know. But no, well, Bob, that's, well, we had, we had a mission, though. We we did an adventure. We came together for the radio show. It, we, you know, filled an hour, and we were going to save Christmas. So you could at least, you know, say we we did it. I get I mean, you saved me, so... I'll, I'll take that. Just, uh... Warm up the electronic reindeer. Look, David, the sleigh, it's back with all the reindeer. Some sort of Christmas magic miracle thing happened because of all the belief flying about. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, the Christmas miracle at work. Here we go, time to warm up the sleigh. Come on, Prancer, Blitzen, Dixon, Connor, Lionel, Hatchback, Blenheim, Gretchen. How many have you got? Thanks, guys. See you never. Thank you for giving me something to believe in. I can die happy now, James. And I think that'll be pretty soon because we have no way of getting out of this icy tundra. My head went numb about a half hour ago. Yeah, I haven't been able to feel my buttocks for a good hour and a half. Really? Yeah, since we were back at the station, oh, you know, I've right. been sat down for too long. In a second now, I'll be passing away. And you'll be taking over my job. 
because you'll see it. I'll see it happen, yes. Obviously, yeah. I'll be the co-host of the show. I'll yeah. be the host and the co-host. Wow, you'll be the host, finally. Yeah, I'll be the host. Finally, hosting alone, yeah. What they don't tell you in the textbooks, David, about death is um, when you die of cold, you just give up. Yeah. You're, you're really happy about it. You don't really care. You're quite blasé. You're hosting a radio show. You see Sandra, and then you die. Tale as old as time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's just uh, just fading away, James. Yeah. I think the radio the transmitter's running out of battery. Dennis, is that you? Is that a, 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 my eyes deceiving me? Is that a humble boss from the B&B rolling up on a truck? Dennis? Dredger? Is that you? How did you know we were here? Oh, you didn't. Right. Oh, you're after the regeneration chamber. What? Well, pan didn't pan out, did it? Why don't you pop on that heater in that cab, let us up there, and we'll tell you all about our day. Okay, then we'll just let us stow away in the trailer, and we won't tell customs we're there. Merry Christmas to you! Quick Smart Comedy Show, devised and performed by David and James, with Dan Davis and Bethan Highgate Betts. Theme song by Karosh Oliver Floyd. For more information and content, visit soundcloud.com/quicksmart and follow us on Twitter at quicksmartshow. Quick Smart Show.